Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to The Human Perspective, a podcast with the internationally recognized, badass, disability rights activist, Judy Human. This episode, Judy interviews James Ian and Zach and Zarek Elizondo. The three worked together with many others to create the song and music video Spaces as a part of the SMA My Way program, which was built to support and raise awareness for the spinal muscular atrophy community. In their conversation with Judy, James, Zach, and Zarek tell us all about working on Spaces and how it came together. They also discuss their artistic endeavors as a whole and other projects that they're working on. The Human Perspective is produced by me, Kylie Miller, and Judy Human. So let's roll up, lay down, dance around, whatever makes you feel best, and let's meet this episode's guest. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Human Perspective. I'm excited about all the programs that we do, but I am really excited about today's program. Today, we are going to be speaking with James Ian and Zarek and Zach Alessandro. And we're going to be focusing on the production of a great song called Spaces, but also more about them, because I think long term, we're looking at an increasing role for disabled people in the arts. And these three guys are an example of great work, which is moving forward. So could each one of you please introduce yourselves to our audience and share some background about who you are, where you're from, how SMA has impacted your life and what work you're currently doing. So James, you wanna start? Sure, yeah. Uh, So I grew up in Southern Maryland and went to school in Washington, DC. I met Judy at an event that my school hosted a few years back and I live in LA now. I have spinal muscular atrophy type three, which it affects my mobility. Um, I am ambulatory, but I, you know, I use a cane sometimes or a wheelchair if I, if I have to. It's a progressive uh, disease. And so um, over time, you know, my mobility is more impacted and the work I'm doing, I'm a musician, um, I'm an actor as well. And so I just really try to fight for authentic representation and, and talk about that when I can through my music and through my acting. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, so Zarek, who are you? I am Zara DeMarco Elizondo. I am one half of Sweet Life of Zach and Zarek. Uh, I have spinal muscular atrophy type 2. And uh, our mission with my brother is to spread love, you know, and, and show the happiness and joy that we have despite the obstacles that we face living with SMA and uh, also try to help new uh, families that are newly diagnosed understand that there is a way to do everyday things and have so much fun. It just takes a little more effort, like going to concerts is possible, uh, going on road trips, all those things that a quote unquote normal person could do. Uh, it's completely in our wheelhouse. It just takes a little more 
perseverance. And Zach. I'm Zachary Markel Elizondo. I'm a business consultant and a full-time musician. I play with a band called And the Hero Prevails. I've been blessed to be able to uh, kind of travel all over the nation and then uh, play arenas and open up for bands that we grew up with. And um, part of that, uh, Zarek uh, gets to join me and experience things that honestly neither of us thought we would be able to experience. And it's been a total blessing. And with our vlog channel, with The Sweet Life of Zach and Zarek, we've been pushing that for quite some time now. And we're just really excited to uh, keep spreading our message and uh, keep moving forward and keep doing more projects with uh, smamyway.com. That's been a really awesome program that we've been a part of and has introduced us to people like James and Judith. So we're really, really excited to be a part of today and uh, this podcast. Thank you. For all three of you, family has been very important. Maybe James, you can start because I love your mother. What has your family meant in your life? Definitely. No, my, 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 my mom loves you. And um, they've just been um, extremely supportive of all, everything I've done. Um, you know, I've they've, they've been really supportive of my artistic endeavors. You know, um, I had a drum kit in my house and they, did, they, they, they were cool with that, you know, and me banging all hours of the day and night. And, you know, so they were always just really supportive. They knew that it really meant a lot to me, um, even when I was in law school. My, I was in a band at the time and we were, you know, doing some touring and playing shows and my parents always made it a point to check in and ask how the music was going, you know, in addition to school. And so um, they've just really um, had my back and always told me to go after what I really wanted. Um, when other people, I think, wanted to push me in a certain direction, my family and um, was always saying, no, do follow your heart. And so um, I I, I can't thank them enough for that. And it's really great to have that, that, that belief um, from them. And Zach and Zarek, your family. The reason that we are as close as we are and that we have the love is because our parents, um, they've instilled that in us in a very young age to like love and protect each other with all our hearts. And that includes our, um, our baby sister. Unfortunately, she passed away in 2017. She was three years younger than Zarek and she had SMA type 2 as well. And the love that she had and the beauty and joy that she had for life is truthfully like no other. And she taught us how to be the men we are today. We owe her so much. And uh, I know one of her favorite lines uh, is, I love you more. And that's kind of a motto that we've taken on as our vlog channel and, and as just ourselves. And uh, we say it and we throw it around a lot, but we truthfully mean it. We can meet you for the first time, but with all our heart, we truly love you and we truly care about you and we just want the best for people. And uh, we kind of see that it's very rare. I kind of freak out when I see brothers butt heads or go at each other or even, you know, physically fight. I just, I couldn't even imagine uh, just having that, that negativity in my life, you know, and I'm truly blessed to have Zarek in my life because he has opened my eyes to so much. To me, family means everything. My family has been there for me every step of the way since day one. I mean, in their own way. And I love how each and every one of them offer something different. Like my sister, she taught me how to respect and love everybody. 
my brother showed me how to uh, go about life with confidence and love and wear your heart on your shoulder. My uh, mom showed me so much care and humanity for the world. And my father just showed me how to be strong and also how to read the defense on football. <laughs> but everybody has instilled a character in me and made me the man I am today. And I am forever in debt to all of them for that. Thank you all for sharing this. I think it's great both for other disabled people and family members to uh, really learn about how supportive families really can make a very powerful difference, especially in an area like the arts, which is an area that many families, whether their child had a disability or not, they may be discouraging because it is a tough industry. I am wondering uh, when you got interested in the arts and whether you had any questions about the viability of doing this as a career. James. So I became interested in it um, when I was about five. My my parents uh, got me into piano lessons. And so that was kind of like the kickoff for me. Um, and I always just loved singing even younger than uh, age five. And so it's just kind of been something I've been passionate about since since as far back as I can remember. Yeah, I definitely have questioned the vi the viability of it. You know, I've um, like, you know, like I said, I had this whole other academic path, but the music and it always it always was there. You know, I did I did plays in college and stuff, and it was always just something I really couldn't get rid of. And so I did wonder about the viability of it. But then I saw people, you know, people from my school, like, you know, I have very famous people that went to my my college and stuff and I saw them doing it and I, I got that reinforcement, you know, so um, you definitely question it, but I also was just like, I, I can't, I can't really let this go. And so I think the viability was, it, it wasn't really a deal breaker for me. So is um, singing and guitar your main area? Are you doing acting now also? Yeah, I, I, I do acting too. And um, I, I, I actually, when I was a kid, I was on the TV show and commercial. So I actually have a prior life with acting that was like, you know, I, I, I booked some good stuff back in the day. And so acting has become, it's also really important to me. I mean, I've done a lot of singing and guitar through the years, but um, acting has also always been there and I'm starting to, you know, book more things now. And so the answer might change on the day you ask me. I think the love for both is pretty equal, um, I would say. <laughs> so, uh, Zarek and Zach, your interest in the arts, how was that sparked? Well, for us, it started at a very young age. Um, music has always been around the house. Our grandmother played piano and violin. Uh, so, at a very young age, we enjoyed watching her. You know, just play in the living room in the early morning. Some of my favorite memories of her were waking up and the sun's coming up and she's playing the violin or the piano. And it was just so beautiful to see uh, her carry her love for music from a young age to her, her later days. And so that inspired us to uh, not only start listening to music and explore different genres and, and from classical to Tejano music, it inspired us to open up our own projects as we got older. Zach started his rock band, or he actually started playing Tejano 
in high school playing bass. And then after that, he started a rock band. Uh, and then that kind of trickled into like the production side for both of us. And then I recently started, did my first rap song. And as soon as I did that, I realized I found something I truly love. You know, not only do I get to, to d contribute to a genre that helped me at a very young age get through so many things, I get to have so much fun doing it, especially with him. Anything I get to do with him and, and create something beautiful out of, like, that count as a blessing. Truthfully, uh, our parents and our grandmother have been so supportive from a very young age. My grandmother loved all types of any kind of music. She would encourage me to play my guitar and play metal music and stuff. She didn't care what it was. She just enjoyed music. She would sit there with Zarek and listen to Eminem or any rap music he was listening to. So she was nurturing your love for music, both of you. Yes, and she she genuinely just appreciated music, and she like obviously everyone has their own taste, but she just found the beauty in, in every type of music, and uh, it genuinely skipped my father. Uh, my 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 parents have no sense of musical <laughs> <laughs> skills, but between me and Zarek, we really cultivated a love for it, and it's it's really awesome to produce and make music with Zarek, and uh, just to be in the studio with him. So you all were a part of the music video spaces created by the SMA community. And James, can you give us a brief explanation of how the project came about? Sure. Yeah. So the, um, the project was uh, sponsored by Genentech and um, they wanted to do this project that was, you know, made by members of our community and just showcase SMA and the folks um, in that community, but also the broader disability community as well. Um, there are some folks in the video that have other disabilities other than SMA. And so they want to do this project. Um, they brought me on board um, as the uh, singer and, um, you know, primary songwriter. And so uh, we had a large brainstorm with uh, Zarek and Zach on the brainstorm as well. Um, Dominic Evans, who directed Shane and Hannah Burkhaw, who are well known um, in the community um, and broader than that. And so we had this really cool brainstorm where we sat down and just kind of laid out the ideas we wanted to talk about. And then I um, took those ideas and I created a first draft of the song. Um, we had some music industry pros involved. Uh, Barry Weeks, who's a three-time Grammy-nominated producer, and uh, Tom Rowland, who's an executive at Universal. They're both from Falls Church, Virginia. They actually lived in my old neighborhood when I lived in Falls Church, so that was a cool connection. And so Barry and Tom, we after we got that first draft done, we just sat down and just made edits and came up with the final version um, for the song. And so recorded the song and then we uh, we shot the music video. And so um, that is how it came about. It was done with input from the members of the community um, and then finalized into uh, what you see in here today. James, why did you want to do this project? You know, with with all the things that I do anyway in my everyday life with art, it felt really important to me, you know, just to show the world all of the creativity and talent within the community and just to really be authentic with that and show people that, you know, we can put out a really great quality project, you know, in terms of music, music video, uh, film, whatever it might be, TV show, you know, and it would just, we, we hear a lot of the discussion about authentic representation with, you know, TV and film, and it's not 
it's not as prevalent with music, I feel like. I mean, there's still there's still a lot of inaccessibility in both both worlds, but music you don't hear about it as much. And so I thought it was really important to add that to the conversation and show our skills um, in the music space. And so it just meant a lot um, to me to do that. Thank you. Uh, Zarek and Zach, what were your roles with spaces and how did you get involved? Uh, at the beginning, we uh, did a few videos for SMA My Way. And then uh, one day we were having a meeting and we were just saying, hey, what about a song? And SMA My Way, they just took it to a whole nother level. And Brian James Ian and we uh, did that brainstorm. And then we were all really contributing our different point of views uh, with the SMA and what we wanted to express uh, to the world. And then after that, they found out that I do a little bit of digital artwork. So they asked me to do the album art. And that was so much fun to do. Uh, usually the way I like to do any kind of art is I play music and I let the music take me on a ride and control what I do. And that's what I was able to do with spaces. And honestly, it was one of the coolest things I came up with. I just got lost in the process for a few hours. And I had so much fun and I was so happy with the way it came out. It was one of the coolest things I've ever done. And Zach? I got to participate in the big group meeting. It was honestly really awesome to hear everyone's perspective and everyone's point of views. And then besides that, I got to shoot uh, some of the footage for the music video, all the, all the scenes of Zarek and stuff. Uh, I got to personally do that and shoot that. So that was really fun to be a part of. We always try to make anything we do have a good time. So that was definitely fun. It's been really awesome to be a part of a, a project like this. And uh, hopefully we get to do some more stuff together. Uh, really looking forward to it. So how did the collaboration work out, given that you were doing this in the middle of COVID? We got to do it here at home. So for just Zarek scenes, it was just ourselves. So because of COVID, we didn't get to participate in the group direction or the video. All these separate scenes were, uh, I believe, shot separately. And then James got to be a part of the full production video, which seemed like that was a lot of fun. And with all the lights and the uh, cameras, he had the, the work going for him. So that was really awesome. And Dominic Evans really, he really was able to conquer the... The, the really hard task of putting this together. Yeah, yeah I, I thought it was going to be very difficult, but he made it look so seamless, mm -hmm. so smoothly, like we were all there together. Well, we can thank Dominic in many ways. James, what would you like to add to this? Yeah, I was just going to say um, really quickly, uh, Zarek knocked the artwork out of the park. So I thought that was amazing. And um, that was just beautiful. Couldn't have been done better. Um, and the same with Dominic. Dominic directed the video and Dominic brought everything um, together. Dominic couldn't be here today. And so it was just incredible. His ideas for the project, seeing it all come together. And Dominic, actually, when I was 
shooting at the um at the location dominic was actually directing from an ipad from his bed and actually i think dominic set a record and is the first person to direct uh, a video a music video from his bed and so that was that was incredible and uh he was there the whole time and it was nice to be able to just because dominic has also has a sma sma type 3 everyone was great on set and really looked out for each other but it was just really nice to be able to go talk to dominic and dominic would be like hey james if you need to take a break obviously do that your health is you know more important you know relax do what you need to do and so just to get his perspective on things just to ask him like hey what should i do here am i being true to your vision that was really nice to have and so dominic was just uh, brilliant, but also a really great support system throughout it all. And to have um, his guidance was invaluable. I presume that one of the important roles that Dominic was playing outside of his knowledge and creativity was as a disabled person, he really also understood what one might need in order to produce a good product. Yes, definitely. All of those pieces that you might kind of worry about when you're interacting with non-disabled people as a person with a disability dominic really had a good grasp on that um and actually dominic used to be ambulatory so dominic and i actually talked about that so he was saying that he had a really good a really good sense of you know how my body potentially felt and i thought that was i think that just added a really nice layer of comfort and you know effectiveness to getting the project done zarek or zach you want to weigh in but the role that dominic played yeah, no, I, I think it, it, in our climate of today's age of uh, with everything going on with the pandemic, I thought it was going to be very difficult for us to be able to show that typical music video uh, vibe and, and, and do it safely because, you know, we're all somewhat kind of immunocompromised, you know? And he really was able to speak up for us and really make sure that everybody knew that we're going to do it safely, but yet we're going to produce a product that is amazing. And he single-handedly did that so beautifully. And I was so happy that he was able to portray our community with James Ian so good that I know this song is going to impact so many lives, uh, not just in the SMA community, but in, in disabilities in general. That's a great lead into the next question I wanted to ask you all, and that is, how has this song uh, been received? Do you have any idea how many people have heard it, seen it? Uh, what are you learning from this, James? Yeah, so um, the Spotify plays I know are like above 25K. And then there's several videos. The official, the official video was on the Genentech SMA My Way website. That, that's like over 35K or something like that. Shane and Hannah did a preview of it where they did like an interview and we talked about the song. That one has like 70, 75K plus or something. So it has a lot of views. Um, the feedback for me personally, I've seen some of the comments and stuff. People really love it. You know, it, it, it's meant a lot. A lot of people in, through representation lens. I've heard some of the nicest comments and people saying, hey, like I'm I'm a disabled person. I feel like, you know, no one really takes me seriously or, you know, or no one considers me. And 
to see you all do this has really given me hope or empowered me to, you know, advocate more for myself. Or, you know, there was a person that had talked about a relationship that they felt that they, because of, you know, all the systemic barriers and injustices that disabled people face, they weren't able to have a romantic relationship with someone. And, and so they were saying that this song has just kind of like opened their eyes. And so it's just been, it's just been really, really nice, you know, and I've seen people say that they love the artwork that Derek did uh, and just it was a beautiful all around and Dominic's gotten a lot of uh, love and praise. So it's been it's been beyond what anyone could ask for in terms of my personal feelings. And uh, Zarek and Zach, what have you been hearing? What's your reaction to people's reactions? Reading all the comments and seeing all the views has been really, really inspiring. We can tell that a lot of people enjoy it and uh, really the message of the song is really inspiring and uh, it's very truthful and I, I think James like nailed it out of the park with all his lyrics. Uh, when I first heard the song, it truly brought me to tears because uh, I, I felt it. I really felt what he was saying and uh, to get the response uh, that we did for the song in the short time and everything. Uh, has been really awesome and I think it just goes to show that there's uh, a lot of support out there for stuff like this and uh, more things like this need to be done and I think if we can come together we can create bigger and better artwork and way cooler and better projects. Zach, you're the non-disabled person in this screen today. Uh, what have you heard or felt from people outside the disability community about spaces and its impact on people? Honestly, uh, I've had a lot of people and a lot of friends just enjoy the song just j in general. I feel like anybody, whether you're able-bodied or have a disability, can take it and interpret it in your own way and, uh, and use it to inspire you. And then when you find out the true meaning and who was involved in everything, I think that's what uh, is going to open the doors to people realizing that people with disability can be a part of it. And there is there needs to be a normalization that there there is no difference. There shouldn't be a, just because someone is disabled that they can't. One thing our father has always told us is that uh, can't is a bad word. There's nothing you can't do. My father always said there is no such word as no. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and see, those little things, people need to realize that there, there's a will, there's a way. So guys, um, what changes do you think we need to continue to be pursuing as it pertains to disability representation in music and beyond? You and I have talked about this, Judy, and, and you've heard it a million times, but I think there is this perception sometimes of disabled people, you know, not being able to perform at the level of a non-disabled person solely based on disability, which is absurd to me. And so I think this song in the video show, show that like the quality was, you know, next level through the roof for this. And so I think it's a nice visual and audio piece to say, Hey, we can do this, you know? So I think, um, you know, the percentages aren't there in terms of still with casting and things and especially music, the percentages of people with disabilities are still not there. So I think we need larger numbers. Um, more people need to be cast in those roles. But I also really think we also need to have um, people with disabilities in the writer's rooms and, you know, executive level in music um, as the creators and as the people who are calling the shots to really have their voice uh, injected into these projects. And then I think they'll also be able to then rope in more people with disabilities in those other roles. So that's the direction I think we still need to uh, we still need to work really hard um, at that because we're 
we're still not near anywhere where I think we should be. You know, your point is very well taken. And if we look at films like CODA, I think that was an excellent example of how disabled people were involved in every aspect of the film, including the acting and getting great acclaim for it. Um, So Zarek or Zach, uh, what changes do you want to see in the future to uh, continue to move the work forward? First of all, um, the disability community needs to understand that with technology nowadays, uh, being a part of the music industry is so much easier. For example, I use a microphone as a beat pad to make music, and it uses my voice instead of a keyboard or anything. So the, the ability to make music and, and be a part of the production side, which I, to be honest, is like the really funnest part because it's the, the base of, of the song, right? It, it, it's there. The ability to do it's there. But the awareness about it, about that ability, is not very known. You know, I, I, I didn't find this device. Uh, it was on an ad I found on Facebook. Um, but I think just people to follow their dreams and to be a part of this would change the world. If, if people just follow their heart and, and because music and acting is pretty much the way we, we could express ourselves better. So what work outside of spaces have you been doing or planning to do? And I know that James, uh, you're a part of this new group called Ramped. So for our audience, it's a new organization of disabled musicians that was created by Lachi and Galen Lee. Uh, what work are you doing with them? And can you give us a little more information about what it is and why you felt it important to be engaged with them? Sure. Yeah. So with Ramped, um, they're they're doing very, very well in a really short amount of time. And our, our whole mission is to increase the opportunities for musicians with disabilities. But then also, you know, we're trying to have our, our musicians, you know, be executive level and kind of like infiltrate some of those more um, managerial uh, spaces um, or spaces that have decision making power in the music industry. Um, and so we're really, really trying to do that. And then also just to make people with disabilities more visible um, in the music industry. And, and Galen and Lachi um, are doing very, very well. You know, they're, they're both working on multiple amazing projects. Um, so I wanted to get involved because of that, because I believe strongly that we really need to, you know, up the game in the music space as well. Um, as a musician myself, I've faced a lot of inaccessible spaces. I've, I've, I've probably had more inaccessible spaces with music, you know, than any other place. And so really trying to change that there. And so Ramp is just a, a great organization to do that. And Lachi had talked to me when she was founding it and asked if I want to be a part of it. And I said, yes. Um, I'm also on the board of DisArt, which uh, that came through you, Judy. So thank you for that. And so that DisArt is also um, an organization that's really promoting um, art from disabled folks. And so on the board there and do some work with them. So outside of the music and acting, I'm doing things like that. You know, I, I give talks as well um, and, you know, do speaking engagements as well. So more kind of on the, I guess, academic side of things. So in terms of um, uh, what I have going on, I have music projects coming up. I was just in a, a cool um, PSA for Black History Month 
um, that focused on black individuals who are disabled. Uh, so just did that. And so, you know, I'm always auditioning and um, working on projects and uh, I will be actually um, in a hierarchies of disability book that's coming out later this year where I wrote a poem about my experience being um, black and disabled. Thank you. And just for audience to know, uh, Lachi and Galen Lee are the music that you hear on our program. Lachi's the intro and Galen Lee is the end of the program. So Zarek and Zach, I know that you have a YouTube channel and a website called Sweet Life of Zach and Zarek. Can you tell us a little bit more about it and what your goals are for it? So uh, it's our vlog channel. So Zarek has a long list of things that we've been trying to accomplish. And it's just things that we want to do. It's our bucket list. We've been able to knock out quite a, a few of them. And it's been really awesome in the process. And uh, at the same time, uh, we're also trying to spread awareness about SMA because not many people know about it. I know for us personally, growing up, we weren't aware about it in the community and there wasn't as broad, but now with websites like smamyway.com, like that has been a part of this group has really opened our eyes. We've actually gone really hard. We have a stockpile of videos that we'll be dropping soon and uh, keeping it really consistent. So that's something we're really excited about. And at the same time, uh, we've been writing a lot of music uh, on my, for my personal group and then for Zarek's uh, personal stuff. Uh, he'll be releasing uh, like a small EP and a few singles soon too. I am working on some uh, rap music myself under the name Big King Zilla. And uh, my brother also has uh, some music stuff that we're working on. We have a, a bunch of real cool things. We are definitely working on a podcast, doing more podcasts in the future. I'm also working on a children's book. Uh, that kind of focuses on how I dealt with SMA as a young child and how I learned to accept it and what breakthroughs I had at a very young age to hopefully try to help someone else make someone's life a little bit easier. It's been a really great discussion. We're coming to a close. So I'm wondering, what are your personal goals, Eric? Uh, my personal goals are to impact the world for the best, to leave a legacy of love and happiness, and uh, hopefully have a big family. That, that's what I want. I want my Arizona name to go on forever, and I I really want to bring my my mom and dad's dreams to life. I want to be able to provide for my family and and just live a life where nothing is a problem. I want to be able to do everything I want to do in life. I want to go around the world and hopefully see a day where we could travel in our wheelchairs on an airplane and be able to go across the world with my brother and spread our love and happiness, especially with him. James, what are your personal goals for the future? Uh, personal goals are just to make um, the art stuff my full-time career and be able to sustain my lifestyle on it. And then I want to use that to open up the doors and help other uh, people with disabilities, Black people, LGBTQ, um, people who are marginalized, get in the door and uh, follow their dreams as well. I want to thank you all very, very much. Uh, it's been a great opportunity. 
And we're going to play a little bit of the music that we've been discussing, Spaces. Now it's time for Ask Judy, a segment where Judy answers questions sent in by listeners. I really, really love that song. I love it too. Yeah. When I first heard it a good number of months ago, I kept humming it and I'm still <laughs> humming it. Mm-hmm. It's catchy. It really <laughs> it's is. It's a very, very catchy song. And what I really liked about the discussion is we got more in depth about how it came about the roles that many people played. And I think in the end, it really, for me, highlights a lot of the importance of the disability movement. And that is the stronger we are, the better we produce. And the number of people that have been involved in spaces who we didn't know about before, now more people know about, I think is so helpful to the movement overall. Absolutely. It was great to have them on the podcast. And today for Ask Judy, I have a question from Gabriella May on Instagram. They asked, what motivated you to start the podcast? What has doing this taught you so far? So what motivated me to do the podcast was Rebecca Howell. Mm -hmm. And Rebecca worked previously uh, with me. And Rebecca thought, let's do a podcast. More and more people are listening to podcasts. And in 2017, when we started the company, Judith Human LLC, I wanted to be doing more social media and obviously doing social media that more people are listening to or watching is part of what I've been interested in. So I really want to thank Becca for her idea. And then I also want to thank you very much, Kylie, because Kylie has come in and really expanded what we've been doing with the podcast. So it's taught me that there are a lot of questions. There are many, many people that we want to be highlighting. So one thing that we've been thinking about is what changes could we make within our company that might allow us to do more interviews. And I think also wanting to do interviews that our audience wants to listen to. Our audience has been expanding, but obviously everybody who does a podcast is hoping that more and more people will listen. So we're wanting to make sure that the podcasts that we're doing are informative um, and also will be of interest to other disabled people who maybe don't know these people or non-disabled people who are also wanting to learn more about some of the exciting things going on in the movement or in individual people's lives, in their music, in their writing, in their work on the environment and political work, whatever it may be. Yeah. As producer, I echo all of that. And I would say to add to what Judy said, we're always open to feedback. So if listeners want to reach out, you can reach us on social media. Um, And that's also where you can send your questions for Ask Judy. So if you have a question for Judy, you can submit it on Twitter or Instagram, or you can email media at judithhuman.com. And remember, we do want your thoughts. Thanks for tuning in to The Human Perspective. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review our show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can also follow Judy on Twitter at Judith Human and on Instagram and Facebook at The Human Perspective. 
If you want to find out more information about this episode's guest or resources relating to the discussion, check out the description of this episode or visit judithhuman.com. You can also find a shortened video version of this interview on Judy's YouTube channel, dropping a week after this podcast is published. Otherwise, be sure to check back every other Wednesday for a new podcast episode. The intro music for The Human Perspective is Dragon, which is produced and performed by Lachi, Yontero, and Warren. The outro music is I Wait by Galen Lee. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.